episode four of Deaf Dialogue. Get to reintroduce ourselves. We have Wes VA and Quiet K back on the mics. <laughs> yeah, Quiet K, I forgot about that. <laughs> How could you forget? It's an instant classic. It is. Say so. Oh, man, we do say so. All right, so I want to kick this episode off um, with some stories, um, and it's a question. So I got asked uh, by a friend of mine earlier in this week if um, I had any good, any good stories about a time when I've asked my wife, L'Oreal, if I could do something or go do something, and she says, it's fine, I promise I won't be mad. And she still got super mad, super pissed. Her and I actually talked about this earlier today about a scenario because I asked her the question earlier in the week. And I was like, you know, think of something, think of a time because I've made her mad plenty of times. But our our stories were two different ones. I thought we were going to land on the same story and we ended up on two different pages. Um, so I didn't know L'Oreal could get mad. Oh, man. She Never seen that. <laughs> you don't want to either. It's bad. But it was um it was pretty early in our relationship. And I guess you could call it testing the boundaries. Um, but of course we grew from it and um yeah, we're better today than we were then. My I'll go first. Um my story that I was gonna tell her was what I thought we were both thinking was that. When we lived in Harrisonburg, Virginia, um, we hadn't been dating for very long, maybe less than six months. I had a friend of mine, Levi, and his, at the time, girlfriend, um, her name is Winter, and she and him came down from Strasburg to our apartment in Harrisonburg, and we ended up, you know, Levi and I used to drink pretty heavily, and we like to have a good time, get rowdy. And I had an unopened bottle of Ciroc that I got as a present from our, from uh, West and I's aunt. And him and I decided to drink the entire thing. Um, as soon as he got to our apartment, we then left the apartment, went downtown Harrisonburg to um, one of our favorite bars at the time. And um, Levi was doing pretty good with his uh, business, had a bunch of money in his pocket. And we instantly started drinking again. Of course, they had pool and dart set up. I don't remember anything after about 10 minutes being at the bar. I remember waking up the next day on the wrong side of the bed. So like, you know how couples have designated sides of the bed. I woke up on the wrong side. And I think I was upside down, like where my, my head was, where my feet normally lie. And I got up, and I went to the couch. Of course, I felt like death because I had drank all night. And uh, L'Oreal didn't speak to me for a while. It was, it was a pretty devastating time. But uh, that being said, uh, you know, we grew from it. I learned <laughs> from my mistakes. Um, and now we have a safe word if I get too intoxicated. Uh, but that was a time where she you know, agreed to have one of my best friends over and we took it a little too far. 
She wasn't mad that your friend came over, right? She was definitely mad at the fact that I got way too drunk. But yeah, the thing that you asked her about, hey, can this friend, are you cool with that? She was cool. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just like, I just don't see it in L'Oreal too. <laughs> no, I could invite any friend over. It's not that. Yeah. Um, but it was the, it was the acts that were after he had arrived. And of course, Winter was like pregnant at the time. And so she wasn't drinking. L'Oreal doesn't drink very much at all. And so that, you know, she had to be our designated DD. Everything kind of got put on her. That's just one of a handful of times where I've gotten myself in trouble with alcohol and L'Oreal. So I have a good story that involves you and I and alcohol. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's recent, too. And like, I was, when you told me this question, I was like, I, I think I have some other things that like, she hasn't gotten like pissed about, but I've asked knowing that she's probably not uh, like, she's saying yes, but she's like, ah, eh, you know, but this one, when we were at the beach just this past summer, I don't know that I really asked to, you know, for us to stay out there. I think I basically said, hey, we're going to come back in in a little bit, thinking it would be like, 10 minutes. Um, we had the cooler down there. We proceeded to finish off the cooler, you, Logan, and I, and we were doing laps in the ocean because the current was so strong that we would go uh, down the beach and it would carry us back up. And we would just, then we'd down another beer, then go do it again and come back up and drink another beer. And Kelsey, most of the women in the house, the they were not happy when we got back because we put a lot on them while we were gone and we weren't answering our phones so they had no yeah. idea where we were and 10 minutes turned into like probably an hour and a half yeah no doubt and but it was a blast <laughs> it, it was extremely fun as simple as it sounds just walking up the beach and then getting carried back down by the current sounds so silly but it was really fun and um yeah we we drink all of our beer and then we drink all of the wives drinks that were left in the cooler so like when we got back to the house they didn't have anything left because we had demolished it and you know uh, the stupid thing about it, it it's as simple as it would have been fine if i if one of us or me whoever it doesn't matter just would have called and be like hey we're gonna be down here a little while longer like yeah we yeah. were just too stupid to be responsible and smart and communicate so and you guys have kids yeah I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah so Leaving the kids uh, with hung hungry mamas were uh, not a good yeah. combo. Yeah. I can. So, if you want me to answer it in the I've asked to do something and then, because I don't think that one really is that. I, I think the closest thing I have to that, but I don't think she's gotten pissed, but like I would say probably any bike purchase I've made, I'm asking to do it. And it's like, she's probably not happy that I'm doing it, but at the same time, she, you know, lets me do it, I guess. I don't know. But, we always any purchase like that we'll discuss it beforehand and but. yeah all right Wes what about you uh so there's probably like thousands of times but it's if I were kind of like what you guys are talking about if I were just to do the thing that I said like the thing that I'm asking about like hey are you cool with this I that almost never happens you know especially when you go out with your friends like it 
turns into this and then you go here and then you meet up with this group and then uh i mean i can't think of any any specific time i was a pretty terrible husband for like the first 15 years of our marriage (laughs) (laughs) well i wouldn't say 15 very 10 13 yeah 13 (laughs) um yeah where i just was like i just didn't consider like i'm super selfish and definitely struggle with that all the time so we are well aware yeah thanks i'm pretty good about it now um it's just because i work and then i come home so (laughs) yeah yeah see i've rarely gotten in trouble for doing things like that like getting i i don't drink that much so dude in the military like i'd be like i'm going down the street and that part was true and then it was just, you know, who knew where you'd be? Yeah, it was, and I'd never call. I'd never like, hey, it turned into this. I'm going to be, nope, never. Or like, I'm going to be home at 10. Nope, I was not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it wouldn't have been so bad, I think, if we didn't have kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then like, all right, who cares? But yeah. yeah. Yeah, now that you think, now that you're saying it that way, I feel like I haven't done that a ton, but I've definitely done that a few times where, before we we had Luna, I'd be out with like some of my hockey buddies or something like that, and I'd say, "Oh, I'll be home in twenty minutes or something." And yeah, it turns into like an hour and a half. Never, I didn't. Call. Yeah. Well, I'd never not come home. That would have been. I did that once. <laughs> yeah, I've done that too. That was uh, that was the time L'Oreal was talking about. She was super, super pissed. I was right up the road though. I just didn't come home. And didn't communicate probably. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so you, you know Wes going back to saying may not be as bad if we didn't have kids it was pretty bad she yeah. was really mad <laughs> yeah because you know one of the one of my good buddies I first met down in Charleston he lived I don't know he lived pretty close to us and uh he liked to drink a lot and I'm not the kind of person that would turn down a drink so the combination just led to me you know for for whatever reason not call or text or whatever because normally i'm really good about it i'm i'm really transparent with whatever i'm doing but yeah that specific time was not not good it's good but all right so um now that now that we've gotten the wives thing out of the way because you know it's going to happen again they're going to get mad it's just indefinite yeah, um, you're just trying to get us in trouble with this episode is that yeah, what is going on who put you up to this <laughs> yeah mainly you guys mainly you guys uh the people want drama i don't know they tell me what i'm just reporting the news you know what i mean i've i have been going on a diet for the past month uh weighed myself last weekend i lost um 12 pounds in about three and a half weeks and uh, it's going good starting monday I'm going to start implementing uh, workouts, getting back into a routine. Um, I'm going to try to do Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday for workouts, and then Wednesday rest, and then try to incorporate cardio uh, for bike with bike rides on Saturday and or Sunday, and just see. We're about to go on vacation in March or in uh, May at the beginning of May. So this will give me two months of just solid, good workout routine. Um, I'm not going to be going to a gym. It's all going to be at home. 
I only have, you know, what I have laying around at home, just like everybody else. And I have um, workout bands, but I don't have any kind of free weights or anything like that. Um, and I'm not going to go to the gym because COVID. So it's all going to be an experiment to see, you know, if, if I can stay with it. And I'm going to be tracking it. I've done this before and it, it worked out really well, but I'm going to be tracking it on a calendar that I have. Um, it was a Christmas present to me by our cousin Becky. Um, it's a pooping pooches calendar. It has pictures of all these dogs taking random shits. It, she gets me, you know, she understands exactly what I'm looking for. Um, so I've, I've, this seems like the perfect time to open it because taking shits and dogs are just two of my favorite things, but I'll be able to, you know, maintain the calendar, my workout regimen. Um, and I'm going to, to be posting videos of all of my workouts and bike rides all on Instagram. So whoever's listening to this, go on to deaf dialogue on Instagram and follow along comment. So go follow at deaf dialogue um, on Instagram, deaf dialogue on all major platforms for streaming our podcasts. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to be posting the videos of, of my workouts somehow and the videos of my bike rides. Uh, but yeah, it'll be a little adventure and hopefully I don't necessarily have a weight goal to reach before we go on vacation. I just want to be in better shape, you know, whatever. I'm going to continue the diet. So I anticipate to lose a little bit more weight, but yeah. What's this diet look like? The, the new age kids are calling it fasting. Um, I, I'll, whatever you want to call it, starving myself from 8.30 to about 1 o'clock, 8.30 p.m. to about 1 p.m. the next day. I, I don't eat. And then whenever I do eat, um, it's basically just salad. Um, if I do have to eat any kind of normal meal like pasta or um, I do eat chicken on the regular, uh, the portions are extremely small. They, they're just like a third of what I would normally eat. And then I just drank a ton of water. Yeah, that was, that was the original goal was just to lose weight. Uh, Cause I was, I weighed 184 um, and I was not, I wasn't doing anything. You know, I started this new job and I sit at a desk all day. So I wasn't even walking around like I had previously been. And when I got to 184, I was, I didn't feel like myself, I guess. I felt tubby, I guess. I'm just not about it. So I decided to go on the diet. And I've, like I said, I've lost a decent amount of weight so far, but can always drop more, I guess. Yeah, I'm definitely not on a diet, but I'm in the, uh, I can't say I'm even doing much to get in shape, but when riding my mountain bike and I get completely destroyed by my brother who is 16 years older than me and then my nephew who is 13 years younger than me and I just I just feel awful about myself so feels bad yeah yeah but I got um I got this I don't know if I showed you all last time hold on I don't know if Kyle can hear me but yeah the dude on a bike is just trash can't bike can't do anything uh get out of here (laughs) anyways I got this seat and this doesn't help for podcast people, but if you're whatever, anyways, this sits like in between right on, doesn't touch the frame, but it sits uh, in between 
the seat and the handlebars. And so um, yeah. Luna can ride with me. Um, and three or four days this week, we went on like almost an hour long ride. And it's not only That's the added great. weight, but like, so like helping me get a little slightly more fit, but just the fact that I'm able to get her outside and we're having fun together and she's, she loves it. It's a blast. Really? She, okay. All the downhills now, are and like you, anything. She's just uh, hollering and everything. When you said um, that, you know, your older brother and your nephew can outpace you on the bike, are you blaming Luna for that? Is that what's going on? The extra weight? She was holding you back. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. No, she's not on the bike when I'm riding with them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was because I'm in a, my head. A, a, a fat ass. And Don't say that about yourself. Haven't. I went through a whole period where I was like, hadn't ridden or really exercised other than playing hockey for like three years, two years. Yeah, I'm going to take it to another level when I get my ACL surgery this year. I'll be back at it. When is that? Um, somewhere between May and November. I'm not sure yet. Oh. Yeah, we go back down to Florida in November. So I got to get the surgery and up and walking before November. I say so you should probably schedule that in like May. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, as soon as we get back from vacation, just I just need like a weekend right just i know what's wrong with me go to the hospital get the surgery go back to work on monday and then start rehab and get get back out it hey you even said it yourself you sit at a desk you don't have to really be moving for work you'll be fine that's the i know dude that's <laughs> i'm so spoiled right now i only have to like my office is downstairs <laughs> yeah you don't have to leave the house. That's sweet. Uh, it's crazy dude <laughs> i don't even have to leave the house checking the mail is like my adventure for the day I'm like yep i did it <laughs> so have Checked you started the, the process do you have to go to like orthopedic like do you have to go to like a regular doctor and doctor and then get referred to an orthopedic surgeon or something or what do you do uh, am i supposed to do that i have no idea that's what i'm asking i don't know i, think, I don't know oh, shit i, I think I do you have know, a doctor you go uh, to now a guy that i fuck no dude yeah I, there's a um i used to work with somebody <laughs> i my, one of my buddies i used to work with his wife works in insurance and she recommended all these doctors so i'm gonna go through her list i i have a doctor that i want to go to i just haven't yet yeah well i mean uh, yeah i guess that's good that you have that list just start calling and be like hey i need this and see what happens yeah i didn't even think about the covid thing either i guess i should really you should get see on if it. there's a big waiting period yeah, for real. May's coming up so fast. There might not be, though, because they might not be doing a ton of elective sur surgeries because of there might be less people choosing to do elective surgeries because they don't want to be around all of them. Yeah. I just don't want to wait until next year again. I feel like I've been saying that for like eight years and I just I can't take it anymore. I got to get my knee better. Yeah. Our mom, she she thought that she thinks and thought she thinks that I may need knee replacement surgery, but she's always negative. So hopefully she's wrong. She doesn't know anything about medical injuries. So. I mean, could you have been walking around for years with like while needing Some knee replacement knee. surgery? <laughs> yeah, how insane is that, right? 
I should I wish I would have like been recording my life knowing that I would have gone this long without an ACL. Yeah. Just see if I could set some kind of world record. <laughs> well, don't stop now. <laughs> I know, man. It's so tempting to call Guinness and be like, I've got something for you. They're like, well, there are these people without legs, so I think they got you beat. I mean, that's true. That's very true. Um, so this is kind of not exactly about knees, but um, there's a, a this thing called Red Bull Rampage in Utah every uh, fall. It's a big downhill mountain bike. Like they just build lines in the desert and crazy stuff. And this guy, um, Paul Basagodia, I think is how you say his name. Um, yeah. A few years ago, he wrecked and was paralyzed waist down essentially. And uh, there's a couple, there's one documentary that kind of basically like, because he was already being filmed all the time anyways for different stuff. They literally started filming like right when everything happened or they already were, I guess. And so there's a documentary basically from the point of him in the hospital, like right away to his recovery. And uh, what is the name of it? I have to find it. Um, oh, any one of us, it's, I think it's on HBO or something like that, but um, and it goes through the stories of other people that are paralyzed and their recoveries and stuff. And this is way more intense than your knee, Dave. But it's just, you said you should have been recording it. And it's like the fact that they followed yeah. him through the past like five or six years of him. Now he can ride a bike again. Oh, wow. Um, and he's like able to walk with a cane. And like, like it's crazy the what he went through to get back to just being able to walk. And um, to mountain bike, he rides a, an e bike like an electric bike that's a pedal assist or whatever and uh, there was a, a mountain bike video that came out last year where at the end of it like it was like a surprise that was he, he that he was at the end of it and he's riding with his best friend and like it's like blown away like holy crap he's on a bike again but yeah it's worth uh looking into him and in that the mountain bike video that he's riding in at the end of it is accomplice which is on netflix so you should go check that out but you can also pull up his wreck and like it's bad but like honestly you would think he would get up and walk away from it like i was shocked that he was that hurt and i was watching it live whenever year years ago it was and like i saw it happen i was like oh holy crap and then then he's getting airlifted away and i'm like holy shit like that was way worse than i thought i mean look at turn four of the indy 500 you know dale Earnhardt. Everybody thought he'd be okay. You mean Daytona 500? What'd I say? Indy 500. <laughs> it's the same thing. That'd be cool. Yeah. I remember watching that too, though. I remember watching yeah. that and then like had no idea. And then oh, I was yeah. uh, I was in the hospital. My grandma had a uh, stroke. I was in the hospital or I was in the nursing home. Sorry. With my dad when they announced that. Dale Earnhardt passed away. I it was he was the only like been, racer I remember. Yeah, it's been 20 years, I think. Yeah. 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 I watch um I don't watch much racing anymore, but I do watch F1. And uh there's a race this past fall. And the the way this wreck happened, uh, I it was just an unassuming spot because they had gotten onto the straightaway and out of nowhere he gets clipped like bare, barely clipped and gets sent 
kind of like how Darren Earnhardt got like clipped and then just kind of swung out. Um, so he swung out and hit a barrier that wasn't really, unfortunately, it wasn't built for a car to hit. Like most of the ones around the turns are built to absorb that. But instead, right. the, the F1 car literally went through the wall and immediately imploded, like sure. just ball of fire. Um, and uh, he walked away, walked away, only had burns. That was it. Like incredible. Roman Grosjean is his name. I'll have to send you all a link because it is like it's like I was watching it. It's literally the first lap, first lap of the race, start of the race and just. They come around this turn and some people go kind of haywire and all of a sudden <laughs> just ball of fire insane and they a couple of years ago in f1 they um they uh brought up the what's called the halo which is like this bar that's right above head height on the f1 cars and basically that saved his life because that he went through the wall but the the halo protected his head and so wow. he literally went through the wall and half his car was on one side of the wall and the other half was on the other. And he got uh, up and came climbing out of the flames. Yeah. Like I'll send it to you all right now so you can watch it after. <laughs> it is intense. Like camping. He was like, help me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> the invisible fire's got my friend. That's cool. I used to only watch racing for the wrecks. Does that make me a bad person? I feel like I'd have been a bad person regardless, but yeah, that was just a symptom. So, right. Yeah. Well, uh, not sure if you guys caught the recent, uh, she believes cup action, but USA went ahead and won that shit. They went ahead and won. They beat Argentina into the ground. No offense to Argentina and Rose Lavelle got MVP. It, was a beat down no offense does she still play for dc or she did she go on loan somewhere mm, why do i feel like she went on loan somewhere a lot of the why do i feel like it was man city i forget i'm not yeah don't hold me to man city right now yep. yeah i don't know why i know these things also tomorrow kyle good luck hey you're going down don't worry I, about it it'll be a fun one <laughs> I, I i hope i get home in time i'm going for a bike ride tomorrow morning so i hope i uh, get home hey, I'm our favorite tra- podcast guest is visiting me tomorrow oh god right around the same time as that game. man i got some big big plans uh for the podcast but i'll tell you guys about it later um but yeah tomorrow should be a, a pretty fun day i had a fucking crazy day today tomorrow will hopefully be a little bit less intense I, uh, I had to drop off L'Oreal for an eye appointment this morning, and I leave the office, the eye appointment office, and as soon as I leave, I get stuck behind a, a funeral. All these cops were out. All these people were on bikes. They were headed down, down Rivers Avenue, and I was first. I was first in line, right? I'm like, all right, well, I'll get on 26 the highway i'll just pass all these fools they do the same thing i had to follow them all the way to west ashley like 30 minute drive behind this funeral and they wouldn't let anyone pass the cop there was a cop that was like swerving in and out of traffic well not there wasn't any traffic because he was the last person of the he was blocking traffic couldn't pass him he wouldn't let anybody by and i had to sit there and wait 
and I was right behind them the entire time. Of course, they go slow on the highway. And I uh, went all the way down to West Ashley, picked up uh, this webcam and microphone. And as soon as I get there, L'Oreal calls me and says, oh, eye exam is done. <laughs> so <laughs> I, had to, I had to go turn right around, drive back. Traffic was, you know, not any better going back. But it was cool. We got a, she got a free smoothie after her eye exam from Tropical Smoothie. Shout out Tropical Smoothie. And yeah, we had a pretty good day after that. But the funeral thing was unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Bad timing on my part. When you said you had a big day, I was thinking you were gonna tell me you went to home. Depot I could and... I could tell you more, man. I could tell you a lot more. Yeah, we shit. You wanna know you wanna know what else we did? We picture this now. We went to Target because it's right beside the eye office, eye appointment office. We go into Target, all right. We walk around Target, don't buy anything until, hold on, until we get all the way back to the front of the store where the cat litter is. I bought some cat litter today, guys. Round applause for cat litter. <laughs> now we, <laughs> it was cool, man. We, you know, we went to Target, got the cat litter, didn't eat any of it yet. We're saving it for a special day. We got smoothies. We went grocery shopping and and saw some people wearing uh these invisible invisible masks which are really cool it's a new trend i'm into it and yeah then we bought a bunch of wine because we when call me crazy but like when we have like 10 bottles of wine left i feel like we're out of wine so then we go buy more wine i don't know if you guys live that life but no, it's kind of level we're on. The amount of wine we have at any time lets us know how much wine we need to drink. <laughs> we just can't keep it. I'm going March. I'm going completely dry. No alcohol. So it didn't do anything for me. We'll see how that goes. I tried that for three months and I saw no difference. Really? Yeah. Now, I'm you know recently, like I told you, doing this diet. I, I've limited my food and I've really upped my water intake. I honestly feel like the water intake has done the most improvement to my weight loss. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I saved alcohol for the weekends. I'm not drinking during the week. Not that I drink a lot during the week before, you know, I might have a beer or two during the week, but I don't do any of that anymore. And uh, my beer intake has gone down a lot. I normally do either wine or liquor, but yeah, I feel like just, flushing water through me has made a, a big improvement but when i tried i went three months with no alcohol not a right at new year's too it fucking sucked and uh, yeah it i didn't like my skin wasn't any clear i didn't feel really? any less bloated or anything like that i quit for a year once and yeah i could tell a huge difference in my skin i definitely lost weight i felt like i was tighter uh, it's tight <laughs> yeah it's so tight so tight <laughs> tight like a tiger yeah are you guys good at accents i'm really bad at yeah. uh, i think you're really good i can pull I, a southerner accent uh because it's in my blood but anything else i just you know if i try to talk like one of them englishmen but I tell you what, it just ain't good. You know who's really good at accents? 
is janky. She'll kill it. <laughs> Everyone is the same. We call it Peggy Hill Spanish. That's uh, that's what it sounds like. Uh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, thirty days. I think I'll be fine. Uh, when are you starting that? Um, I was gonna wait till Monday, but I haven't had any. So I don't know now. Yesterday. You should wait. Wait it out. Stop drinking uh, soda. And like pretty much since New Year's, I've only had like one, you know, like every once in a while or whatever. And every time I drink one, it's like makes me feel like garbage. Garbage. Yeah. And I finally really like, I mean, I guess I've always known, but like the high fructose corn syrup and all that shit and soda just drags me down and literally makes me feel sick. Like yeah. without it, I'm so much better. So yeah. you don't that's, realize that's that gone. you have one after you haven't had one. Yeah. You know? You, you notice immediately. Yeah, I get a headache. I get like sinus pressure and mucus. And like, I'm just like, I'm. why am I drinking this? This isn't worth it. I'll just be honest. I'll, I'll just say this um, so everyone's aware of it. Kyle, you are glowing right now. I mean, the camera and you, they just mesh. Well, you did you know I wasn't me. sure if um, it was just post-coitus or... <laughs> yeah, or... you got... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> his I'm always pre-coital, dude. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, what's your secret? There you go. You got a nice sheen. <laughs> You're cool for school with them glasses, man. Oh, God. I'm going to go to into a work meeting and have one of these things on. What, did you guys see the lawyer that <laughs> yeah. uh, was a cat? Get it off there. Here we go. There we go. Uh, oh, that's some riffraff shit right there. Speaking of uh, riffraff, man, Steve Irwin's birthday passed recently. He would have been 59 years old. RIP to Steve Irwin. One of, one of our heroes growing up. For sure, yeah. <laughs> That's how I learned the uh, that Aussie accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so good at accents. <laughs> Everything is a danger, 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 danger. Yeah, yeah. A tiger shark. Everything. <laughs> that dude. Uh, I mean, just pure entertainment. I don't know why I'm so drawn to shows like that, man. Like his 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 show, his kids shows nowadays. I watch all of that river monsters i watch all of that with jeremy um man just i don't know why i don't know what it is i'm just really i'd rather watch that than like sitcoms oh for sure steve Irwin was like it was it was so authentic because like that was legit his passion and yeah man someone convinced him that they should follow him <laughs> like he was gonna do that shit regardless you know what i mean yeah i think that's why it works there's an episode where he's in not like in the middle of the woods but i would say on the edge of some woods and he's just getting lit by mosquitoes these big fucking mosquitoes you know the size of like quarters and he's just standing there in shorts and a short sleeve shirt and he's like oh these mosquitoes and just biting the shit out of them not killing them just accepting the pain and the love that they have to give he's just like oh yeah like he's in there that, in the 
Yeah. Nah. Nah. No thanks. Speaking <clears throat> of uh, watching like the kids of people we used to watch, um, it's kind of a different topic, but um, remember Brian Deegan, like motocross freestyle oh, motocross? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I like recently came upon, I feel like I missed this, but his, he has like superstar children. His daughter is in the NASCAR truck series at 16 years old. Wow. And his middle or his middle child, so his oldest son is like, I don't know how old he is. I couldn't tell you, but in his age bracket, he's the top motocross racer in the country. And then his youngest son, who's pretty young still, but like can like ride a bike really well. And they have a YouTube channel called the Deegans and like, they're just doing random shit all the time. And uh, really well. Yeah. yeah, really, really well. Um, I don't know. Sorry. It, it kind of sounds point. like the competition isn't as good as it could be, in my Maybe. opinion. I don't know. Call me crazy. No, that's uh, that's cool, man. He was uh, I liked him a lot when we were growing up watching the X Games. Him and Travis Pastrana. He was a beast. Yeah. How many kids does he have now? Ten? Three, I think. And they're all in professional like sports what's when you say he would ride a bike what do you mean he rides a bike like sorry um uh he just does motocross too i gotcha um but like i don't know i think he's only like six or seven and can like just do, do you, crazy jumps and stuff like that do you think you could take him in a race um on a motorcycle no no, no on a bike on a bicycle uh, probably not without yeah. luna without luna on the bike maybe yeah get her heavy ass off of there <laughs> give me a she weigh, she's got to be up there 150 160 now how old is she <laughs> yeah how, how how much does she weigh it's not uh polite to ask a woman her weight but you can ask the woman's dad yeah. <laughs> just just so everyone's aware of that. you can ask the husband too sometimes i'll just do that yeah hey, wife yeah. yeah it's for my journal i have no it's for, idea it's, it's for my blog i think I, I think luna's like somewhere around 28 pounds or something like that what really yeah do you think that's heavy or light light oh i I, have, I don't know, just man. Just saw the percentile sheet the other day. I can't remember where she was. Her her head circumference was like at the top of the percentile, but her weight was like uh, maybe two thirds or something. But then her height, she's short. She was like thirty percent in height. Oh wow, thirty or forty percent, which is so weird because she's to me she seems so she tall. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Who's get who's All making these rules, man? There's so many rules, know. kids. All my kids have been 95th percentile until they were unlike every category like their head their stomach their height their weight just fucking monsters until they hit i don't know middle school the boys kept growing i think Amos I, start growing. i remember your oldest man john had a big old head yeah you couldn't get shirts on him i had to buy it like a year up just so that i could get the shirt over his head mm -hmm. <laughs> i meant to take a picture of it and to show how much cooler Luna is than me, but we got her a Nirvana t-shirt. Oh yeah, and she she looks pretty good in it. I put it in her the other day with like stonewashed colored jeans and 
just felt like she was straight out of the 90s or something. That's awesome. <laughs> that and her bands that she's always wearing. Oh my gosh. Did we have cool stuff like that when we were growing up, Wes? When we were her age? Cool stuff like what? Shirts? Like cool vans and Nirvana shirts. And you know what I remember about being super young is Your shorts. Mullet? Yeah, I had a mullet, shorts where my balls hung out. Uh-huh. and uh shirts that were like four sizes too small that's what and i listened to a bunch of country music and then one day wes was like here listen to this eminem album and since then yeah. changed you know I, I had a similar i was listening to probably yeah some radio country or whatever and i was trying really hard to be like a cool skater kid in like fifth grade i don't know when this happened but and my brother was like uh what are you listening to that for and i think he turned on like if i remember correctly it was offspring he turned the offspring on and was like listen to this that's different that's all that's all we heard was country growing up um i do remember like in mama and papa's old old house i don't even think i don't even think you were born Mm, this was before their her house now yeah uh no i don't remember it and sambo played Beastie Boys one time. I was like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. She's always had a pretty good ear for music, too. Yeah. And then, you know, there's always those kids at school that like had the music because it wasn't, there was no, you know, YouTube and shit. So like mm-hmm. Jerry Lucas would always have tons of music. And then Bay would always have, I mean, that's how I, he introduced me to Bone Thugs and I was like, hypnotized. Yeah. Yeah. That's what turned oh, me on. Oh, you should have said, said Biggie, but no big deal. I didn't get into Biggie until my 20s because I was a Tupac fan. I was like, fuck Biggie. What? Yeah. You can respect both. I didn't even listen because he told me not to. Were they both alive at, at that time? Yeah. Probably. I feel like it changes then. I feel like when somebody leaves Earth. Yeah. Once, as unfortunate yeah. as it is, you know, they get Once I listen to it. I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Same thing with Triple X, man. I thought I was like, I was like, who is this kid? And then yeah. unfortunately, when he passed, I was like, ah, now I got to now I got to see. And I feel like I was late. But I wish I would have given him more respect at the time. While he was still living. He might still but, be alive. Yeah. Tupac, though, I've always been a fan of Tupac and Biggie. It's hard to choose one or the other. They're good at what they're good at, or they were good at, the, at what they were good at. But uh, what about you, Kyle? Have you listened to any of the artists besides J. Cole that we mentioned? Just J. Cole. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I mean, you got to start somewhere, man. That's a I, good spot. I don't know. I'm not. I was talking to Kelsey about it, and she was like, I, she, she said, I just don't think you like rap. And I was like, that's probably fair. Yeah. I like some of it. Might just also, not be my thing. I don't know. I also wonder too, like, how late is it to get into new genres in life? They say like, once you're like 35, you stop seeking out new artists. You just kind of like listen to the shit that you liked. Yeah, I think there's probably some truth to that. But I'll um, example of that not being the case. My dad got a, a an Amazon Alexa, I don't know, a few years ago. And so he'll just sit there in the 
in their kitchen and just sit there and tell it to play random things and then it'll we'll just like start showing you or sharing new music and stuff and he's like all of a sudden listening to all this music that i listen to like americana type stuff and like yeah. out of nowhere i'm like he's like have you listened to uh i don't listen to this band a ton but i remember like a year ago he said have you ever listened to of monsters and and he couldn't think of it and then i was like of men and he was like yeah <laughs> and he, it was just funny i was like where in the how what where did you come up with that did you just I become just, best friends yeah it's just funny but um i could see that though of like not seeking out new things yeah very you know, much yeah you know, the intentional be like all right i'm gonna listen to new shit that i don't know yeah 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 i, I do not have that issue man i just i just like music man if you if you are creative enough to find a way to make like you know if you're trash i won't give you the time of day like i will listen to you un until like a certain point you know it might be amended into the song or whatever but if you are complete trash and you're just wasting my fucking time i'm not going to give you the, the fucking time but if you if you have pure talent yeah. if your voice sounds good or if you are musically inclined if you can rip away at a drum or guitar or whatever I, I look at it more as like I'm not tied to one genre but I'm I accept the talent that it takes to make yeah a, a certain sound you can recognize well. when it's good and when it's yeah man uh, and I tried I really did try to get into like the new hip-hop of like the mumble rap and just try to understand why people like it yeah, I just couldn't do it. Sure. Yeah, I think for the most part, I'm going to be the same way about that. I, I guess I just listen to rap less. I don't know. I would say I don't really critique music a ton, but I'm also not a musician. So, but I never, I also don't, I feel like a lot of people are very critical of movies and TV shows and will talk like instantly tell you how much they hate this or hate that. And I'm like, I, I find myself very easily entertained by by a movie or a TV and like yeah. I, I'm the last person that's going to be like oh that movie was awful or whatever like if mm -hmm. I maybe if I didn't like it I just won't talk about it but uh, I guess to the same point you recognize that talent or like just recognize the effort that was put in to like make a movie yeah. and yeah. you're going to yeah. like just trash on it like okay yeah. yep. I don't know but that's exactly right that's, that's what I mean that's exactly what I mean I mean I'm I'm no rapper. I'm no guitar player. But, you know, going back to what Wes was saying about like the new rap, some of the stuff I can't get into. I, I and I give it the time of day. Like I will try to try. listen to it and and force it into my brain to like it. And I just can't because when for me, artists like Tupac, like Biggie, like LL Cool J, Busta Rhymes, Nas, like these artists who who really do that it, it is it's it's like disrespectful to the art and the time that they dedicate to making sure every word is yeah. perfect and i'm more of a lyricist um fan myself like you can have a cool beat and it, it can get me like amped up ready and you know i want to listen to it in a club or whatever but i respect a lyricist more than somebody that can just repeat a catchy chorus over and over and over again yeah that's you know, that's why i put eminem so high up on my list is because he 
says things that is extremely provocative. And I like when people lose their minds over words because words are just air that's being bent. <laughs> like it's, it means nothing, dude. Everyone dies is my idea. But anyway, yeah, so I, it's just pure respect. But these people that come on to that literally just get a reputation for signing a deal and then going into a booth and then saying these saying nonsense and it it doesn't even but there's a market good. for it so I, I but try not some, somehow there's a market for it yeah. the market you know how many people listen to music and don't listen to what they're saying like just have a no lot. clue what's being said in a song i'm like a lot i just i can't yeah, I don't know. I can't. At the same time, that. like learning different languages, you know, they, you know, they say, you know, to understand a language fully, like you need to understand more, like the music, the food, the culture, the the history, and then you can start picking up the language. I can I can listen to some foreign music, especially like uh, reggaeton out now. Like I have no idea what they're saying. But I'm like, I like this shit. And there, it's probably garbage. But I'm like, this shit is good. Yeah, but I'm I'm definitely paying attention to lyrics more than I do beats, for sure. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Everyone Dies, Dave, how much, how much do you guys think about, like, regret and legacy and shit? Mm, I'm 50-50 with regret because part of me wants to regret some of the choices I've made in life and part of me is like well I've had close friends die and what's the point of holding on to the regret um I'm just thinking like when I get I don't know 70 80 years old and I'm I'm pretty much useless to society at that point like what will I regret like is it going to be effort is it I should have spent more time that's usually what the research research shows like I should have spent more time with a family uh, yeah it's never it's never like i should have worked more i should have worked harder that's something that i'm actually kind of proud of that i do is i have uh i feel like i've gotten that out of my system where i have put work before spending time with my my family yeah and i'm over all that i don't want to do that anymore and if an employer were to ask me to do that, then it would be an issue. And the experience I've had in previous jobs has taught me to speak up and to not be afraid. Because like you said before, the answer is always no, unless you ask the question. Yeah. Well, if there's an issue and an employer were to ask me to work you know, 20 hours out of the day, when there's only 24 and you're only giving me four hours of my life to live, I have a problem with that. I wasn't in my eyes, I wasn't born to work and then die. Yeah. That's not how I was born. Not that I had a say in being born. I wasn't like, Hey, let, let me be born. But since I was forced to be on earth, (laughs) I better make the most of it and do whatever I can. And with me in sports, soccer specifically, that was that was my purpose. I wanted to take it 
to whatever height, whatever level I could get to. There, there was no end in sight for me, right? I, I literally, my mind state was I wake up and it's soccer and then I sleep and then I wake up and then it's soccer. That's part of the reason why I've, in my mind, I wasn't as good at school as all of like Kyle, all of, especially my close friends, because they're very intelligent. I was never on their level. I focused solely on one thing. And unfortunately, an injury ended that. So now after that injury, everything changed. Yeah, you have to big time. Yeah, because, you know, my brain was only focused on the one thing. And now after that, it's like, what do I do? But again, I wasn't for, I didn't ask to be born. Like, so my regrets would be like, not like, kind of like you were saying, I don't want to be on my deathbed or I don't want to be 90 years old and thinking, man, I should have done this at this age or whatever. I'd rather just, I'd rather just be happy and enjoy spending time with my family and not letting someone interrupt that or something interrupt that i'd rather just do me and find a way to make it happen yeah in my opinion i was i was convinced that i was just gonna play soccer for a living and i I, there there was no plan b that crazy like even like i wasn't i wasn't gonna like i wasn't gonna change to basketball or change to be a science teacher or there, there was no plan b I wanted soccer to pay every single bill I was about to have. And I was about to have a lot of bills because I was a make I was gonna make a bunch of money from playing soccer, but that came to an end. Yeah, Kyle, what's your biggest regret? I feel like in the if we think about it from the deathbed scenario, I don't know that I all any any little regret any regrets I have right now are probably all small that hopefully yeah. I won't be thinking about then. Yeah. Um, like, and, and I fully agree with the, I've always been in the mindset and I've been fortunate enough to have the luxury of never having a job, um, that has pulled me away from family unnecessarily. Uh, but I've always been in the, that mindset of, um, that my family is 100% full stop more important than whatever job I'm working in. Don't get into management. That's what I will say. <laughs> I was on the phone right before this thing started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I, we'll see. Where, I don't know. It where. could be different for different industries too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're yeah, 24 7 sure. operations. So shit, don't stop. I mean, I think any like any stupid little things I can think of. But then, like, here's the only thing that hit my mind just now is kind of regret leaving the hurricanes when i did really but it was for a good opportunity but that opportunity didn't work out but then if you think about it if i wouldn't have done that would i have ended up you know yeah. working at uv yeah, like i probably can't. wouldn't have yeah you can't so, know that. Yeah. yeah i can't know that but i feel like yeah. i i do to a certain extent think things happen for a reason or at least things lead you to other opportunities so yeah yeah i don't yeah i can make a lot of connections going backwards i don't know if i'm like oh that's why i was led to that decision but i can be like oh shit because of this 10 steps forward i'm like 
damn, that's crazy how that all played out. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I would say, you know, to anybody that's listening to this, especially if they're younger, you know, in, in your 20s still, just do everything and embrace yeah. change. Don't let fear stand in front of you. Like, push through fear. Let that change you. Even if it's for a year or two or two years, whatever, whatever you're doing, absorb it and use it to your advantage. There are things like I regret working in sales. I will never work in sales again. But I learned a lot from that. it. Yeah. I learned a lot from it. And I would never know that unless I had gone through it, through the trenches with other people struggling the exact same way I'm struggling. And now I look back at it. I don't, I don't necessarily regret working in sales, but I've learned from it and I'll never do it again. But that's just one thing, you know, if I'd have been amazing at sales, yeah, you know, good. if, if I'd have been, if I, if I would have been a millionaire in sales, I would have known. But if I had never gone into sales, then I, wouldn't have known that I wasn't good at, at it. And then, <laughs> so, yeah, like try, try everything because why not? What do you have to lose in the end? Yeah. You don't know what you're good at or what you like. Like, you don't know if you like, I don't know, it's just like trying to get my kid to try new foods, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and I wonder the percentage of people that, let's say when they graduate high school, actually did the career that they thought they were going to do. Like most of my oh, jobs yeah. I've had, I didn't even know existed when I was 17, 18. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder too, um, when you all were talking about kind of all this, like, what would you tell someone younger? And I feel like part of it has to do with confidence. Like um, and making decisions on what you're going to do. There's a line in one of my favorite Avert Brothers songs that says, um, decide what to be and go be it. And I'm like, if I could just like, in just inject that into like, just give the co the confidence to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to fully pursue it. Okay. Maybe it doesn't work out, but like, at least you, you, you went for it and did it, you know, and do the shit before you have responsibilities, like figure it out. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt uh if you're yeah. able to yeah you there's not it's very hard to take risks when you've got mouths to feed and people depending on you and bills to pay and shit i try to tell my kids that um but i mean it's just something you figure out on your own confidence comes from action and fucking failing <laughs> i mean it really does yeah the military yeah. taught me to we had a saying hurry up and fail like you're always in new training learning something new just hurry up, go fail at it so you can figure out where you stand and what you got to work on. Just hurry up, fail. You know, yeah, yeah. get over with. And that shit makes you fearless once you've failed enough. Yeah. I feel like that's across so many different things. Like, I wouldn't say it that way for design or creative work, but like, it is essentially the same thing of a lot of the like the mental block or writer's block or creative block yeah. is you're afraid to mess up. Yeah. Like, just start putting shit on paper and then you'll realize what you hate and all of a sudden something you like will pop out of it and then bam mm -hmm. go yeah there is no wrong answer yeah being creative because you're the only one that that has that thought 
or design or whatever. Yeah. Kyle, in your space, is it is it similar to music and where, you know, you have a few people that stand out, even just on a team, and then either newer folks or less secure folks start mimicking their style to match those that are successful instead of like just going through the, the dirt and the shit of figuring out what their style is? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I can like pinpoint it down to like a small team or whatever, but across design in general, that is definitely, definitely true. That sucks. But I get it. They want to make money. You know, yeah. they, they want oh, to yeah. be even successful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. If I could if I could go back, I don't know that I could ever prevent an injury from happening, but people I, I feel like I hear people say that, you know, they wouldn't go back to themselves in, in high school or whatever whatever younger age, but I miss myself in high school because I was so focused on one thing. And now I feel like my brain is scrambled at times and I have to force it to be focused on my nine to five. And then, you know, everything after five o'clock until nine o'clock the next morning is, is me. It's yeah. not, it's not a company. It's, it's on me. So if I want to do, you know, this podcast or if I want to be whatever else I have, I have, limited hours to do so and I feel like people don't realize that when they see things online on Instagram Facebook whatever and they see these people flaunting these beautiful whatever cars houses jewels whatever you know those people worked for that they they didn't take that time from five o'clock until nine o'clock to make a sandwich and lay on the couch they hustled you know they maybe. made something maybe they may have maybe hit the car and i can't in front of I, it. I can't speak for everybody there's no doubt but they may have gone into debt to get it like <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but like i mean if you if you want it i mean just do it you know i want this podcast to be huge i want us to have uh listeners that are highly engaged from every age not just you know 27 years old like i want us to have a huge spectrum of listeners and i'm gonna do everything i can from 501 until 859 to to make that happen yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then from nine to five i i've got my own thing to worry about <laughs> yeah i've been i think just over time my my nine to five well i wish those were my hours but um <laughs> i'm i'm able to be I'm able to be myself now at work and that actually took like courage and time, but I'm actually more successful now because I do it my own way. Um, and it's, it's more believable. I can get buy-in from a team a lot better because I'm, you know, I do have my limitations. I do have people to answer to, but like I do this shit my own way and it works. And that's then, like, a, that's each time it works, point. it builds confidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is an that is a great point. If you have you guys ever been asked how you make your relationship with your significant other work? What's the secret to a healthy relationship? Yeah. And what's your response to that? Usually the question is, how have you guys been together so long? Or how, how have you stayed married? Um, and it's just don't 
don't not be married. Don't, don't not be together. You know what I mean? Like, don't run away. Don't, you're going to fucking fail. You're going to screw it up. You're going to be out and not call home. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to be pissed off with the other person. But the goal is to be together. So just don't stray from that goal. Right. What about you, Kyle? You're going to get fucked up. Because both both of you have been with your significant others for longer than I've been with L'Oreal. You guys have known your wives for much longer than than L'Oreal and I have known each other. And you've been married for longer than than we have. Um, But I feel like we have an extremely healthy, strong relationship. And no offense to any of our friends out there. Um, but I just feel I, I can't speak for those couples going through whatever they're going through because everyone's circumstance is different. But I feel like we have a an extremely strong bond and understanding of what you just said. The overall goal is we got married for a reason. Yeah, let's stick that shit out. Let's see where it's going. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> I guarantee you, Jackie has thought. Hundreds of times. And luckily, I moved her all across the country. So, like, she knew no one. She couldn't go stay at her sister's house or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't have time really, to find some other guy. I really do feel like <laughs> that played a part in our success is just kidnapping your wife. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, I can't say I kidnapped my wife. Um, oh my God. You kidnapped your wife? Uh, I, I feel like I agree with the early sentiment of, of west but also um be, being with someone that's just like better than you are oh for sure you know so you think you're a settler I, Kyle? I fuck up a lot um but luckily i have someone that deals with my shit and i just have to strive to be better and always working on it and holy shit think of the other person first I don't know why that took oh, me long to figure it out. Uh, yeah, compromise is not a loss. You know what I mean? There's usually a game <laughs> on the other side. Dude, no one taught us this shit. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, no offense to you know, my mom's relationships, but uh, I didn't see many healthy relationships and like overcoming conflict and dealing with stress. You know what I mean? Like, I had to fucking figure that shit out on my own. I gotta, I gotta ask, not to interrupt the seriousness. Um, when when I was like a baby, do you remember like what mom's relationships were? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was like she with my dad during all yeah. that? He for a while. Uh I don't know if he didn't I don't think he lived with us and we didn't live with him. But I mean he was over a lot. Uh and then we would go to your your grandma's house a lot. Really? To see your dad. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that uh yeah my grandma man she was she was awesome she had the best candies in the game dude she those strawberry things she had everything i gotta get the picture there's a picture of her just chugging this beer like in her (laughs) kitchen or something it's phenomenal picture she was she was everything to me man she was a, a huge part of my life growing up she was dope yeah yeah she was really cool but Kyle, go, not to interrupt all that, but man, I, I I couldn't agree more with what you two are saying. I mean, the relationship game is 
it's so serious and you guys do it so well. I'm, I'm extremely proud of you for all of our friends, man, for just being kick ass and always thinking of the other person. And, you know, yeah, we, of course, everyone makes mistakes, but for our significant other to be able to accept those flaws and still welcome us with open arms. Not everybody can say that. And it's, uh, I, I feel like we're very blessed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I said earlier in the episode that I'm very selfish and that's, I feel like I'm constantly having to work on that all the time. Man, you are so. not alone because you and I are the same person. If I buy something that's like 50 bucks, I'm like, I got to run it through L'Oreal first because I, I don't know. It just, I don't know why I'm like that. I was just, I would rather her know. I'd rather be transparent. I'd rather her know everything than me try to hide something or think that I'm hiding for her to think that I'm hiding something. I'd rather just be out there and open and every, every single thing. Like I, I've got nothing to hide and, I like it that way. I'd rather it be that way. So we're we're a fucking tripod. That's what we are. There's only two of us, but we're still a tripod somehow. Oh, yeah. And it's definitely not my big dick because it's not worthy. Oh, speaking of dicks, Wes is back. Hey. Hey. Uh, but yeah, man, that, this is that's great. Thank you for sharing all the uh gems relationship gems relationship gym back on the nines could be like a weatherman uh <laughs> for a weatherman <laughs> yeah no doubt i agree um okay one thing i want to talk about do you guys have any life skills that the ordinary person doesn't have This is an awkward silence. I would say, this is pretty bold. I can withstand any amount of suck longer than anyone. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Uh, yeah, I can eat shit. I can be cold for longer. I can, I don't know, I can just endure shit better than most. That was it a was very, very military way to put that. It is, and it's 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 because of like I think growing up, uh, being on a farm uh, with my grandparents, coupled with um, all the military training that I went through, but I can eat shit forever, and not a lot of people can, and that's like a, that's a superpower. What about you, Kyle? Can you eat shit? Kyle? No, no. Logan can make things out of wood. What can you do? Can you? eat dog food kyle i can eat dog food on the regular because <laughs> Wes can also eat dog food <laughs> i can eat the fuck out of dog food i am not uh one of the guys that it's like out here like prepping and like got my gun <laughs> and all my car stickers and shit because i know i can go take anybody's shit all these people that are like i got all these guns i'm like i'm coming to get all your guns when it's time i don't need them. i will see them like I'm very confident in that. I do think, though, my family's going to slow me down. They're not all going to make it. Definitely not, dude. <laughs> they are definitely not going to make it. 
Dave, I'm a very mediocre person. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I know. I took it up a notch. I'm sorry. Well, I should have gone last. Dude. <laughs> I don't. I. I don't have a good answer I, other than like the stuff I do for my job, but like other people do my job. So. That's, yeah, that's true. That's a skill that I would say most people do not have. I can't fucking draw at all. Dude, I'm so bad at art. I have zero creativity. I am the worst person when it comes to anything design-wise. You got me beat by a mile. So I have this very, I feel like it's not, what is the word I'm trying to say? Um, Dick? Yeah. Balls? A, an opinion that can be argued. What is the word I'm trying to think of? Uh, not controversial. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyways, I believe that <laughs> drawing, creative, all that stuff can be learned. Like, I truly don't think I'm that creative. But over time, I've learned. To me, to me, that with you saying that, it makes me think that you're already ahead of the game. Maybe. I, I think uh, the, the, the techniques and things can be learned. But as soon as your pencil hits the paper, whatever comes out, that's you creating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I can could go that. to school and I could, yeah, exactly. I could, I could learn all these techniques and whatnot. But to be as creative, to see things the exact way that you do, no one's going to want to see my shit. You know, I think, but you're, people are creative in more than just like the art world. Like, sure. and maybe I'm not giving myself enough credit because I can think of other ways that I'm creative. Like, uh, for instance, playing disc golf, like that is a very, uh, you might not think it, but <laughs> creative can be creative uh, sport. I mean, trying to carve a line through the woods or do whatever with the disc, like you could see that shot a million different ways or, um, even mountain biking, like you could you could go one way and have less fun, or you could go jump off this little route and make it more fun, or whatever. I don't know. So I guess in that sense, I could see how maybe I might be uh, more creative. But I think where I'm coming from with my you can learn. I guess it is maybe technique because like I don't draw a ton because I don't have to all the time. But in college, I drew a lot and got really good at it um, because it did it all the time. And so like I feel like a lot of those things I definitely learned because of because of doing it all the time. But I guess, yes. yeah, I see what you're saying with it is what comes out of it and, and versus technique, I guess. That's a good analogy with the disc golf that I can relate to. And bouncing off of that, do you think that I am a bad disc golf player? Because you're a good disc golf player. And I see you as slightly and i mean this with the utmost respect slightly better than me now you win no doubt every round that we play but, but i feel that i am knock kin at your door i feel like i'm right there with you at times so i think there's two things at play here you... if you mentioned that i only play with one disc no i'm going to but now it's not what i was going to say first I was going to say that uh, I think, I mean, I'm athletic, but you have always been able to whatever sport, just 
naturally pick it up. You're very athletically gifted or whatever. I don't fuck around. <laughs> um, so I think that plays a part. Also, there's a couple of things when we play, I take it way too serious because I'm so no. competitive and I no. do not want to lose to you or Logan or anyone. Kyle, so. no, you you take it that serious. You you take it there, man. But here's the thing. You could be better if you played with more discs. You could be a lot better. Fuck the you, fact that you can The fact that you can play as well as you do with the disc that you play with. Let me tell you ridiculous. something. Let me tell you something. There, that is an excuse to me. That it's, is an absolute excuse. Nope. Yes. Nope. If, yes. Nope. <laughs> I should be able. I should be able to, with one disc, be the best it just doesn't work that way that disc is designed to perform a specific task and that when is you, in that when is you, in your head though no it's that not is, yes it no, is no, that no, is no, in no. your head that is also in your when head. you putt when you putt and you miss and because you're playing with a sharp edge disc and it rolls away i think that's on you that's on you okay here's the question why am i missing that's because i need more practice if I weren't to miss, but your percentages would be ball higher game. with the correct disc that glides better and goes straighter. That is in your head. I just need to learn its muscle memory. I need to learn the disc at different ranges. Big sexy discs, girl. Speaking my language, these are beautiful discs. Did you make those? Um, That's something that you do that. The average Joe may not be able to. You make discs. The one with the photo my friends made back in Raleigh when Luna was born. And then this one, these are two pros that do commentary for disc golf and they signed it because I met them a few years ago. Sweet. Anyways, you could be a better disc golfer. Thanks for throwing that in there. Yep. Yep. Appreciate it. I've never played once. It's so much fun. Don't do it because you'll get addicted. It really is a lot of fun. Uh, and there really is something addictive about it. I don't know how, why. Like, it is the most addictive sport I play, I think. That's how I feel with tattoos. They're just really addictive. I like the pain. I need that shit in my life. I'm thinking about getting a face tattoo. But that might be one of those things where uh, L'Oreal says, it's okay, I'm not mad. And then I do it. Since you can't really grow the beard, just tattoo one on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gasky pretty much has one. Yeah, kind of like the shape you have. Oh, shit, it's frightening. Yeah, <clears throat> I just need to chisel my chin a little bit, Mo. That's what. That's what's gonna bring me back. It's the ch- chiseled chin. My chin's like up here. Like, Your beard looks like it splits in the middle at the very bottom, like it's got its own chin. <laughs> well, <laughs> my daughter yanking the shit out of it today so <laughs> it's probably all not that it's gonna hurt tomorrow yeah you should because you probably with you being high class you probably trim your eyebrows you should let them grow into your beard and have like a legit face beard i could and then maybe let it grow yeah dude that's what and i'm then thinking the circus my, my thing is if i let my neck go eventually it'll it'll touch your nipple in the middle (laughs) uh for those that don't know kyle has a nipple in the middle of his chest it's a intended it's a 
<laughs> we call him uh, offsided a little bit, but it's fine. We still love the nipple the same. And you, and you can milk anything with a nipple, just so everyone's aware of that. You should Not get a, it pierced to draw more attention to it. What? Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I forgot. I didn't realize we were still talking about my imaginary third nipple. Yeah, it's not going away. <laughs> no. Did you say? Did you say imaginary? I, I did. That's very real. I lied. I'm sorry. Um, just give a quick shout out to Creekwater. It's a whiskey that is made by, well, it's Yellow Wolf's whiskey, but I think someone else makes it. Um, but they have a cinnamon flavor. Finally, down here in South Kakalaki, it only took forever, but it's uh, delicious. I haven't tried it yet. I got a bottle, but I haven't tried it. I'm waiting. I'm saving it for a special night. <laughs> I did not enjoy that laugh. <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, if you guys didn't know, this relief package got signed. This 1.9 kabillion trillion fulfillion dollar relief package got signed. So I think we're getting new stimmies. Gotta go but... through the Senate still. Mm -hmm. Oh, it does still? Yeah. Man, fuck all this progress nonsense, dude. You, you know, you take one step forward, you take five steps back. I don't know. <laughs> Is that how the U.S. government works? I, I feel like that's how I learned it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Think so. Do you guys have any other exciting news that we can throw into this? God, this silence is just brutal to me. <laughs> I smoked two turkeys today. I mean, two chickens. So there's that. They're the same thing, aren't they? No. Were the turkeys separate, or did you have one inside of the other? Separate, stacked like bunk beds. That's cool. More room for activities. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I forgot that I smoked them until I came down to do this podcast and they were both sitting on the counter. <laughs> so when this is over, I'll be carving chickens. All right, Dave. Um, what is your guess segment? What is it? Dave guesses? Oh. Dave? Yeah. Oh, guess shit. Yeah. Get, guessing with Dave? Yeah, let's guess. Right, well, okay. I had. What we got? Hip. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me get in a mind state. Hold on, right, hold on. Right. I'm ready. So that more room for activities was one Will Ferrell reference in this podcast that I made, but I made another and neither of you, neither of you said anything when I made it. So what was the other one? Damn. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Hold on. One with Talladega Nights too. Hold on now. God dang. Uh... It was pretty subtle. You probably you didn't catch it. Are you ready for me to tell you? No. Hold on. Just whisper it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It's a Will Ferrell referral, re reference. Uh, and it was going along with your story, a story you were telling. Oh, fuck, dude. I don't know. All you right. know, when I start talking, I get into it. <laughs> uh it's an old school reference you were talking about how you had a like an exciting day today and i was like yeah did you go to home depot and uh 
no one it is thing. it was too too sly to uh it was you got me there's not me. enough in it for you all to catch it yeah that was good god oh for four just one <laughs> yeah we'll uh we'll work on it i feel like <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a good progress. spot to end on dave's failure yeah it's pretty much my life everyone dies um well i think this is a man i i can't thank you guys enough for uh making it a month with me it it really means a lot and dropping these fucking knowledge bombs on these listeners man it's just you can't pay for this kind of knowledge and uh like i guess you can because you guys are i'm getting i'm broke trying to pay you motherfuckers but uh for real man i really appreciate the time and from the listeners thank you guys for listening and i hope you continue to listen and uh, we have some guest spots coming up next week we will have a guest appearance so brace yourselves for that um the mission is to beat logan's episode i want to get more listeners for our next listener or our next guest than logan's episode no offense to logan but yeah we i want to take it to the next level and try to uh, beat his listenership and see what we can do from there keep a lookout for all the news on deaf dialogue and uh hopefully we'll get some new shit rolling but you guys have anything to to close to close on i was this has been it's fun i'm glad we're doing it and yeah. I, I also uh Dave, you and I were obviously very close growing up, uh, but it's fun because I'm learning things like I didn't know or we didn't talk about when we were kids. So, right. like, yeah, there are plenty we, of stories we were very close, are... but we just didn't didn't talk about certain stuff. I guess I don't know, just didn't come up. So yeah, I'll, I'll just leave this out there for thought. Um, when we all, Kyle and I graduated high school, all of our close friends graduated high school at the same time. And everyone went off to college except me. I was the only one that stayed back in our hometown. And it was like I had to adapt to new friends that I still consider just as close as Kyle and Logan and some of our other friends. They, they are my brothers and uh, they're, they're always with me. And the fact that they were willing to accept me, it means more than the world um it, it just means a lot to me and i speak with them very regularly but there are stories that kyle you may not know and logan may not know west may not know that you know we things took a turn when we graduated i wasn't i was injured because of soccer i wasn't able to pursue things and it was kind of like being reborn like we were talking about earlier I had a main focus of, of doing something with soccer. And once I wasn't able to, it was like a new version of me had been birthed. So we'll get into that. You just got to stay tuned. I got to make sure I don't piss anybody's mom off or anything like that. <laughs> just uh, consider statute of limitations. That's all. I, 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 I got plenty of inappropriate stories. <laughs> but thank you guys again and uh i will be in contact interesting guys peace